In this episode, I want to talk a little about my own love of books and the power they have to pass on wisdom and tradition from one generation to the next. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thanks for spending a little time with me today. As I mentioned in my last episode, uh, I'm going to continue the theme from then of talking a little bit to begin with about a particular interest of mine uh, in order to make a theological point. And that particular interest I want to start with today is books broadly um, and then maybe more focused first editions of certain books. So one of the things, I I recall this very clearly from when I transitioned from my earlier life in in the world of communications to uh, becoming a pastor now going on two decades ago, one of the things that I I really absolutely loved about sitting in my office in the church was that I was surrounded by books. Uh, These books that had become so important in my own development, in my own life, uh, conversation partners with all kinds of authors, many of whom I've talked about uh, in episodes here. I just thought it was an incredible privilege uh, to sit at my desk and to look at my bookshelves and be reminded of all of the wisdom contained in those books. So I'm a big fan of books and of reading generally. Uh, I am also a big fan of uh, first editions of books, in part because I literally love um, the physical aspect of book making or book minding. So there's something uh, tactile or or, um, physical about it. But I was reflecting on this uh, and it occurs to me that I also love first editions because in a powerful way, not only through the ideas of the books, but through the books themselves, it connects me with the thinking of people who have gone before me uh, in a particular time and place. As it happens, uh, my own interests uh, related to authors tend towards um, British authors in the middle or early part of the 20th century through the middle part of the 20th century. So for example, some first editions that I've got uh, would include uh, G.K. Chesterton's very famous book with a boring title called Orthodoxy. Um, This was published, I think, in 1908 or 1909. So that's early in the 20th century. Well, of course, I can't. Yeah, 1909, I believe, was the publication date for this. Another one by Chesterton is um, his biography of St. Thomas Aquinas. I believe this was in the 1930s, so 1933. Uh, Another decade later was Dorothy Sayers' The Man Born to be King. This was 1943. And then uh, I I wouldn't be complete, of course, without something by C.S. Lewis, so this is his Mere Christianity. This is actually the second impression of the first edition. Um, This was published in 1953. Um, So all of those books, again, it's not just the ideas, but somehow holding a book that was, you know, produced uh, shortly after World War II and has has survived and is continuing to carry on those thoughts. I don't know, I find something very powerful about that, which leads me to lift up. Um, I'm doing this a little bit, I guess, uh, out of order in the sense that we haven't yet announced next year's Faith and Life lecture series, but one of the speakers uh, has a book out right now that is so directly connected to this topic that I thought I would go ahead and talk about it today. Um, The book is called The Unbroken Thread, 
The subtitle is Discovering the Wisdom of Tradition in an Age of Chaos. It's by a gentleman named Sorab Amari. Uh, Amari was a uh, um, Iranian immigrant to the United States when he was 13 years old, along with his parents. Um, he has served as a um, columnist and editor for the Wall Street Journal uh, for commentary. He's appeared in the New York Times. Um, he currently is uh, an op-ed editor for the New York Post and a columnist for First Things, among other um, writing that he's done. But this particular book, and oh, by the way, he, so he will be with us for next year's Faith and Life uh, on March 17th. That's a Thursday evening, Thursday, March 17th, 2022. Uh, we will be announcing the rest of the series uh, a little bit later this summer. It's all been scheduled and it's going to be a wonderful lineup of speakers. But this particular book gets at um, this idea of handing on uh, wisdom from the past. We use the word tradition. Tradition, and it's even in the subtitle of the book, tradition is a word that kind of gets bad press these days. We think of it as something dry and dusty, something not very exciting. I, I'm reminded here of a quote by the musician, the composer Gustav Mahler, who said, tradition is not the worship of ashes, so something dry and dusty from the past, but the preservation of fire. I love that. So these first edition books, again, I think of them as preserving something vital and important and significant of, of passing on a torch from one generation to the next. And this book by Amari, it is a who, each chapter, he's got I think it's 12 different chapters uh, which ask a different question. So the chapters ask questions like, how do you justify your life? Um, is God reasonable? Can you be spiritual without being religious? Um, what is freedom for? We talked about the topic of freedom in a past episode about Martin Luther. Um, how, how must you serve your parents and so forth. And each chapter he lifts up, it's a who's who of uh, wise people from the past who have something to teach us today. Among them, and I suppose one of the reasons I love the book is the very first chapter he starts with, none other than C.S. Lewis, one of my favorites. Uh, but he, he talks about C.S. Lewis, he talks about Thomas Aquinas, uh, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, um, some sociologists named Victor and Edith Turner, um, Howard Thurman, who was an early civil rights advocate, um, St. Augustine, whose shadow looms large over the entire uh, Christian church, Confuci Confucius, so he's coming from different traditions beyond simply the Christian tradition, although he himself is a Catholic Christian. Uh, John Henry Newman, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, uh, Andrea Dworkin, uh, and Hans Jonas, and uh, ultimately he gets back to a gentleman named Maximilian Kolbe, who gave his life uh, in an, a concentration camp so another person could live. Uh, and he named his own son after that saint, Maximilian. Um, so I would commend this book to you. Each chapter points you to a, a, a wise teacher uh, who has some important fire, again, to hand on to us today. 
Um, and I will look forward uh, to hosting Mr. Amari uh, next March. I hope you'll join us for that. I know that's a long time away, but we'll bring you up to date about it closer to the date. But I just thought I would share a little about those books and about some of the authors who have been important to me. And I would commend his book to you or reading of any kind. And I would also invite your thoughts about authors who you have found to be important in your life. If you'd be willing to share those and share some of what they've taught you, I know the other viewers would appreciate it. Thanks for spending some time with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.